Alright y'all. Here again with another video. With another video. So um after reading this person's email, I'ma just say this you know, you should already know this, but we don't go out there risking our life, fighting a rebound relationship, you know, fighting for our ex if they in a rebound relationship. We don't fight the rebound. No, there's a no no. See, there's a time and a place when, you know, to do things and how you carry yourself. Now, if the person disrespect you and harming you, then yeah, defend yourself. But we don't go out of way to start no arguments, try to prove a point. We don't do none of that sucker stuff. You understand? We don't beat nobody down and then get locked up. Now, think about it like this. You beat that person down. You either hurt them or kill them. You go to jail. Just say if they live, you hurt them, you know, bad enough they have to go to the hospital. Think about it. Who is going to be right beside them, you know, in the hospital? Who going to be right there by their bed, helping them, nursing them back to life? Who? Who? Yeah. I'll wait. Who? Who going to be right beside them? If you beat your ex, rebound, whatever they is, the painkiller, they substitute teacher, you know, they off-brand ass person. If you beat them down to the ground. Maybe even pull the pistol out on them and hit them with them. Hit that, you know, hit that person with it. And that person go to the hospital. Who is gonna be by their bedside, hoping and praying they're getting better? Who? I'll wait. That's right. Yo, eggs. Your ex gonna be right there helping the nurses in the hospital nurture, you know, their little painkiller back to life. While you sitting your ass up in a jail cell somewhere, have to talk to a judge. Then when you get out of jail, if you get out of jail, you know, you're gonna have to go take them little anger management classes and sit in a little circle among elfed up people and stuff like that. They're like, how you know Warren? How you know that I was in that situation? I ain't gonna tell you something I ain't never experienced. I don't, I don't make this, these stories up. The stuff I say, I either did it or it had been done to me. Understand that. So while I'm telling you from personal experience, this is not the way to go. Control your emotions. It's not that serious. You might feel like this in a moment, but control your emotions. Let them emotions come out. Go to a gun range or, you know, um, just cry. Do whatever you need to do in private. Just get them, get them feelings out. Don't, don't act on those feelings. You understand? Because the thing is, the court system, that's a whole different situation. Stop risking your life. A lot of people are in dead, I mean, are dead and in jail over some off-brand ass person. Risking their life for some off-brand ass person. Come on. Those people don't care about you. You lose your life. I guarantee you, these people will not come to your funeral. They will not talk to your family. They not put a dime towards your, you know, the funeral arrangements. All they're going to do is climb back on top of whoever that painkiller is and keep riding, they, you know, riding them, having raw, unprotected, bare sex with them. Putting, you know, probably doing anal sex and all that nasty stuff, you know, just... Double penetrate, double penetration, that nasty stuff, just ugh. 
most people, the nasty people like that ain't nasty one. You, I, I, that's a whole different story. I ain't want to get all in that. But while you dead, you just be dead, and you just have to you know, you know, witness that. That's what I'm saying. We don't fight, risk our life, have an argument, get jealous, none of that stuff. Your attitude is like, man, I had my time with that person. My time up, you know. Remember, by choice or by force, it's going to end. Nothing lasts forever. You come in here alone, you're going to die alone. There's no such thing as no bunk bed casket. So all this, I want to love the last, you know, the die with and all those goofy ass stuff like that. When you go on, you, when you transition to the other world, God ain't going to come ask you when you're on your deathbed, hey, bring somebody with you. It don't work like that. All that person can do is witness your death, cry, and move on. That's life. It's harsh. It's bitter, but that's the way it is. You come along. You die alone. Don't risk your life for them sucker, off-brand-ass person. What your ex going to be doing? I'm going to answer this other person question, then I'm jumping off. Somebody asked me what they going to be doing over there in the other relationship. You already know what I'm going to say. It's none of your business. It's none of your business what they're going to be doing. But I'm here to do a service. So I'm going to tell you, they're going to be over there doing the monkey dance. The other person going to be doing a little, you know, the planner cleanup dance, trying to impress them and stuff like that. Your ex going to put on, for the first few months, you know, your ex going to, you know, put on this make-believe person, be this make-believe person, not the real them, you know. So, you know, your ex got to feel them out. And stuff like that. So once they get comfortable and see if they can, you know, be their, their true colors, then they, then, you know, they go from there. And the other question is, can they fall in love with the rebound? Yes. Yes. If you be around a person long enough, yeah, they'll fall in love with them. But in the beginning stages, no, they're not love. That's infatuation. But infatuation can turn into love if you give it long enough. Not every rebound relationship is the same. So with that being said, if you need to get in contact with me, you can send me an email. Um, send me an email or you can text me on WhatsApp. Um, um, another thing too, thank y'all. Thank you. Thank you, thank you, thank you for purchasing my books. I'm going to just keep writing these books and stuff like that. Trying to make a transition from the videos to the audio books. Because, you know, I can say a lot more in the audio books and stuff like that. You know, the, you know, I don't really want to be recording myself all the time talking. But anyway, if you need to get in contact with me, you know, there you go the email right there. And with that being said, I'll see y'all next week. Peace. This been a Me, Myself, and I podcast. If you'd like to get in contact with me, send me an email at mcfadden.warren at gmail.com. Or you can text me worldwide on WhatsApp. The number is 1706-346-4783. Also, don't forget to get your copies of my audio books available on Amazon and Audible. Peace. What's up? It's me, Warren. So this is the audiobook control. The name of the audiobook is named 
control how to gain and keep power in your relationships. Acknowledgement. Everything I'm about to say is not scripted. It's not pretty much written down. It's scribble and just hear notes here and there. I'm just compiling it all together to make a short little audio book. Chapter one, let them choose you. So in this chapter, I'm gonna go over short details, what you can do to let that person in question choose you. Now understand, this is how you have the power in all circumstances. You have to let them come to you. How do you let them come to you and choose you? You have to work on yourself. You have to be the best version of yourself. That means you have to have your finances in order. You have to have your body in shape. You know, um, you have to be mentally intelligent. Work on these things. See, when you work on these things, you stand out, you stick out. You're not like the average person. So the thing is, remember this. You don't chase after nobody. The reason why you don't chase after them or and you let them choose you is because when you chase after them and you choosing on them, they have the power. They make the decisions. It's like you selling yourself to them. No. That's a no-no. When you selling yourself to them, they can make the decision to tell you no, get lost. Now, it's a couple people out there that, you know, that don't mind. Other words, they call it cold approaching. They don't mind cold approaching the people, going up to strangers and you know, starting a conversation. You know, if you're good at that, more power to you. But I don't recommend doing that. I recommend that you carry yourself like you're the prize, like you're the most important person, like people should approach you. Now, understand, there are some people out there that will not approach you. They will just put themselves in your atmosphere and give you, you know, signals, you know, like choosing signals, so to say. That's your opportunity. That's your window to, you know, somewhat approach them. Other words, what you're doing is this. You go about your business, you mind your business, you working on yourself to be the best version of yourself. Then if someone come in your atmosphere and giving you choosing signals and open up that door for you to approach them, then yeah, nothing wrong with that. But overall, by them giving you choosing signals for you to approach them, they still choose you. Always, always let them choose you. Remember, if they choose you and play games with you, you cannot care. Remember, overall, overall, the person who cares less in any situation, any relationship has the power. It's universal. Not the person who cares more. The person who cares more will always suffer. You understand? And also, remember, the person that choosing you will make it 100% easy for you. 
you wouldn't have to sell yourself to them. They already bought into what you have. That's why I'm not, you know, for cold approaching, going up to people, asking them for their name number, you know, trying to sell yourself to them. That's how you get rejected. Not to say nothing wrong with rejection, but that's a no-no. And remember, we don't chase after no one. So we should carry ourselves like we the prize each and every time. You understand? So understand the moral of this victim, I mean, um, this chapter is this. We let them choose you so you can always have power and authority over the situation. If they want to leave out the situation, let them go because you're not choosing. You never do the choosing. You let them do the choosing. Let them approach you. Now understand? That's how you carry yourself.
Chapter 2 Like Who Like You In this chapter, I'm going to be going over details how you can gain control and have control by just simply liking who likes you. See, the thing is, you don't want to be liking on everybody. You like who like you, but you also have to be picky because there's some people out there who like you but have the wrong intentions for you. It might be some people who like you, but you're not just a, you're not attracted to them. So you have to like who like you, but also be picky. You understand? And the other thing is this: never beg for anyone's attention. If you might be liking on a person, chasing after a person, fighting for their attention and all that stuff, or just to have companionship, you're doing it wrong. Because that person that you're fighting for and chasing after, they don't want you. They might don't want you. So we don't chase after nobody who don't want us. We want who wants us. That's how you can have control, dominance, and power in you know, the situation. And because the thing is, when they like you, all the work already been done. You don't have to sell yourself. You don't have to jump through all these hoops, try to convince them have to fight for their attention and companionship because they already like you. They admire you. And that's what you want. You already know they already sold on you. And that's an excellent thing. So, remember these things I'm telling you. Never beg for attention. You understand? Your attention is power. Your attention is like currency. Pay attention to how you give it out. Sometimes it's best to pay certain people no attention. Remember these things. Step two. Never beg or fight for someone's companionship or for someone to stay in your life. You never do that. Never. So you have to carry yourself like I'm the prize. I'm the most important person in any situation. You know, you got to carry yourself like I'm the best thing since sliced bread, you understand? See, when you carry yourself like you a king or queen, see, people got to respect you. I'm not saying be arrogant and stuff like that. The reason why I say these things is because you teach people how to treat you. And you like who like you. You don't like who like you. See, the thing is, you never chase after someone. You make them chase after you. And it's much easier when they already like you. See, if they don't like you, they're going to come up with all sorts of rules and regulations for you to jump through and go through. See, that's not for you. You understand? You got to carry yourself like you the prize. See, when they already like you, they don't make rules for you. They make it so easy for you to be in their life. They open up the door for you because they already like you. Say this be careful with this situation because there's some dark, demonic, 
evil succubus out there that just want to ruin your life and just gain off of you. Let me add, there are incubus is out there also that want to do the same thing. If you're a female, watch, you know, listen to this. So, just keep in mind, play this back like a thousand times. And the moral of the chapter is this. Like who like you? It's much easier. Much, much easier. You understand? The person who likes you will always make it easy for you. Relationships are not that hard if you choose right. And the way you choose right and the way you pick the person that you want to be with. Like who like you. Vet these people. Ask a million questions. You know, work on your purpose and goals so you attract a person that just like you. They'll like the things that you like. You understand? See, the more they talk, the more their wall come down. 
the more they wall come down, the more they get comfortable with you, the more they'll spill the beans and they'll tell their secrets. They'll pretty much give you the cheat code of pretty much how to have them. Also, use the word you a lot. Just say, for example, if you're talking to someone like, hey, you're beautiful. Hey, you got a charming personality. Hey, you know, um, I really like your smile. You know, you just have a magnetic smile. They'll sit there and listen forever. Just repeat what they say. Just little words. You know, just for example, they like, hey, I have this, you know, I, I work at the hospital, I'm a nurse. Oh, wow, you've been a nurse. So how long you been a nurse? You know, they were like, I've been a nurse for 20 years. Okay, that's nice. 20 years in the game. Okay. You just keep doing it like that and they'll keep, keep going. You know, don't let the conversation get bored. Get boring. Just keep them talking. Keep them going. You understand? But overall, the meaning of this this um, chapter, chapter three, is always vet them. Get to know everything possible about them. Their family, friends, background, their work, income, clothes, likes, dislikes. You understand? Chapter 4, Sexual Urges. In this chapter, I'm going to go over this very, very briefly about sexual urges and controlling your sexual urges. Understand, if you can't control your sexual urges, your sexual urges will control you. And the way you can have control over your sexual urges and others is this. The person with the least sexual desire have control and power and dominance in any relationship. Remember, relationships is all about power. And this short little audio book, I'm just detailing that and giving you the, pretty much the cheat codes. This is my way of giving back, by the way. But like I said, the person with the least sexual desires control the relationship. See, understand, the more you touch your partner, your spouse, whoever they may be, whoever they may be to you, see, the more you touch them, their desire and interest for you goes down. See, if they can have you anytime they want, they get bored with you. They get, it gets stale, then they get complacent. Understand, the more you have sex with that person, the more they get bored. They, eventually they're going to get tired of you 
less you touch them, the more they're going to want you. And also, the secret to controlling your sexual urges is this. So you don't go out there and having sex with any and everybody. Set standards. You understand? Set standards. Set boundaries. Say some things or people you won't talk to. I know society in the world today, they bash you for having standards. But we don't go by what the world's standards are. See, understand this. In the world today, the person that can stand out and be themselves is a remarkable person. They don't, they, they don't follow the herd. They're not the sheep. They know what they want. They know what they like. Be that. You don't let nobody tell you different or steer you away from something else. That's why I say set standards and boundaries. You understand? And don't touch your spouse, your mate, but so much. You understand? The more you touch them, the more their desire for you goes away. You want their desire to last long periods of time. And you can't have sex with them all the time. Why? Because the person with the least sexual desire controls that relationship. The least. You must call the shots. You must use sex as a privilege, a tool. You understand? And that's how you have control in your relationship. If they can touch you and have you at any given time, they respect. And they will get complacent with you. And they will not admire you no more. They might love you, but they will lose respect for you. A lot of people are like, no, I don't understand that. But the more you have sex with that person, watch. It will eventually get complacent. Then all the sparks, all the excitement will soon go away. So recap of this chapter. Step one. The person with the least sexual desire has the control and the power in the relationship. I know you might have a high little veto. If so, you know, dumb it down. If you have sex with this person three times a week, cut it down to one. You know. Step two, don't touch them so much. The more you touch them, caress them, the more they see you as average. The more their interests go down. I mean, the thing is, that's not what you want. The other thing is this. A lot of people might give me slack for saying this, but semen retention is a very good thing. It helps you control your urges also. You don't need to watch porn, pornos, and just be wasting your, you know, your energy masturbating all the time. If you go, if you're a female, I guess this can go for you too. You don't need to be, you know, wasting your sperm masturbating all the time. Control your sexual urges. Stop chasing behind sex. Chase your purpose, your dreams, and your goals. And the way you get that extra push, push that extra energy, stop masturbating. Senior retention. You understand? 
that extra energy will help you get to the next stage in your life. Also, the other step, the last one of the chapter, is setting standards and boundaries. Know what you want and what you don't want. Don't let people violate you and don't let people use sex as a weapon on you. You understand?